This is The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. In this podcast, you'll receive permission to ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. I have found a love for the power of words and can't wait to share it with you. As a confidence and mindset coach, I know you don't have to do or be anything more than you are right now to create the life you've always wanted. What words do you need today? Let's put them on. Hey everyone, Becky Jane Kemp here, and this is episode 24, and it's with power word number five, action. How is everybody doing? Last week was our spring break. It seemed to go so fast. Coming back from spring break, I feel like the week has again gone so fast. And a thought that I tend to put on over and over again is I don't have enough time. There's not enough time to do everything. Change of schedule. Springtime gets really busy for our family. It's really fun, but baseball season starts. And as you guys know, as a mom of boys, we spend a lot of time in the baseball field. I love that time, but it cuts into my work week. It cuts into our family time to get things done. There's a lot of moving parts. And... One thing I've learned with the power of words is it's it's where we focus our time and our thoughts that matter. And so I just want to offer to you, if you're feeling the change of schedule too, coming into spring, it's like, be okay with it. Allow it. Allow yourself to feel those feelings. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today with the word action. It's not actually doing more things. It's putting on words to feel differently so that we, we take action from a place of being satisfied or content instead of a place of overwhelm. I'm going to explain more as we move along, but the tagline for this podcast is learning how to ditch willpower and put on word power. As you know, owning a positive t-shirt and apparel business, Becoming Threads, I started to see how powerful words were that you actually put on. You go into your closet and you decide intentionally the words you put on for your day. And then I got thinking more and more about it and thought, well, not only should I physically be putting words on that matter, what about just mentally? How am I putting words on that matter to me? Am I in charge of that? And I realized that this is a power that each one of us has. We don't have to buy anything to do this. It's something that we have within us. This is how I think we can ditch willpower because for so long, I was working in a space of willpower. For example, exercise, for example. That was something that I enjoyed doing, but it got to where I felt like I had to do it. And I felt like I was losing willpower, but it was because of how I was feeling inside about that. I wasn't feeling satisfied and content. That's what the word effect is all about. And this is a word that I want everyone to put on and to think about a little bit differently. How we feel drives the actions we take. How I feel comes from the thoughts I put on. It just is. It's just what happens. The thoughts that we put on drive how we feel. 
I didn't realize this. I thought it was the more actions I did would make me feel a different way. And I was backwards. It was the most amazing thing to discover this. Life happens, right? I, yesterday, was planning on recording my podcast. I normally like to record it on Wednesday afternoons. And we have people working in our basement. We're redoing the basement. We're ripping everything out and starting fresh. We've been in our house for 17 and a half years, and it was time for a makeover. It was time to clean everything out. Well, as you guys know, oh, it's going to be so wonderful getting the finished product, but we're in the construction state. We're in the state of, oh, it's kind of uncomfortable, I guess, because everything's ripped up. Everybody's misplaced from their bedrooms downstairs. There's no order. It feels chaotic. And right now we're replacing all the moldings. It's the first thing we needed to do. Well, after clearing everything out. Yesterday, I was planning on recording my podcast and I forgot to think about that we were going to have workers in the house. Well, as you know, workers that are using um, tools to put stuff up, there's a lot of banging and sighing and noise. And all of a sudden I thought, oh, I shouldn't have, I should have realized this. I should have, you know, I should have caught this, I guess. And I started feeling overwhelmed. Like, how am I going to do this? What's going to happen? And then I realized, okay, wait a minute. This is where the word effect comes into play, you guys. Is my first thought was this negative thought, like, oh, I made a mistake. I should have realized the workers were going to be here and plan differently. I had that first thought. The negative cycle starts. What happens with the negative cycles, then we continue to look for more negative, like, oh, yeah, I'm not good here either. And let me show you another reason I'm not good. It's the way we talk to ourselves. But instead, I stopped and I acknowledged, okay, this is the situation. That was the first power word. I began to ask. I was asking myself, how can I do this differently? What are my options? What came to me was record your podcast at a different time. Well, I started looking at my calendar. Later in the afternoon, we had a baseball game. Then we had another commitment. I realized that the rest of the day, there was no time. But then the thought came, record it Thursday morning. After you get your kids off to school, take a few minutes before you go to your clogging class, which I'm getting ready to head to because I enjoy that. But I could find the little bit of time I needed then. Then I found acceptance. That's the third power word. Like, yeah, this is what it is. When you have workers in your house, your schedule's not always how you planned. It's not a big deal. I got back into the abundance mentality. The abundance is like, yeah, some days are going to go how we plan. Some days aren't. The 50-50 of things. And these are things that I've been talking about in the last several podcasts as I've given more details. But I'm just showing you how this word effect can help. It helped me keep my story spiraling forward instead of getting stuck and stagnant or moving backwards. And then the power word of action came into play. I'm committed to producing and putting out a podcast every week for 52 weeks for the whole 2021. And because I have that feeling of commitment, it helps drive the actions of getting it done, no matter what, coming up with a different plan. 
instead of just putting my hands in the air and saying, oh, I don't know what to do. Oh, woe is me. Poor me. I came up with a different plan. You can too. A friend of mine tagged me in a post that another friend posted about some power words. And this is what Bruce Lee said. Don't speak negatively about yourself, even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and cast spells. That's why it's called spelling. Change the way you speak about yourself and you can change your life. What you're not changing, you're also choosing. I want you to think about that. What you're not changing, you are choosing. You're deciding. Each day we have the power to decide. So if we're not getting a result that we want, we have the power to make a different decision. You and I get to choose that. Now, when we talk about putting on the power of words, it's not like just I put them on one day and here I am. I have to learn about my feelings and recognize that feelings are a part of life. I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about feelings. Everything a person does or doesn't do is because of how they think it will make them feel. So when I take action, it's, it's, if I'm taking action from a place of commitment, I'm doing it because I'm committed to something. Because I put the thought on, I'm capable of doing a podcast every week this year. I'm committed to it. I'm determined with it, right? Feelings come from our thoughts. The way we think matters. That's where we have the power to change. And we have the power to choose. If thoughts that you're putting on aren't working for you, it's time to change them. Well, how do we know if the thoughts we're putting on are working for us or not? That's why I think you need a coach. That's why I have a coach. That's how I found the power of words is by enlisting people to help me. Left to my own self, I couldn't see it because those thoughts were ones that I put on so many times they had become beliefs. I stopped questioning them. Even if you aren't aware of your thoughts, they are causing how you feel. Feelings are why people do or don't do anything. Every decision you act upon or not, every outcome you've achieved or missed, every relationship you've strengthened or let fall away is based on how you and I feel. So when I've talked about the negative bias cycle effect, it holds us back. Psychologists have proved this, that it holds us back in our behaviors, decision-making, and our relationships. And that has to do with how we feel. If something's not working, it's time to look at it. It's time to address it. If we want more, we have the ability to find it. People naturally avoid any negative emotion, right? We don't like to feel negative emotions. Why would we? I don't like to. How we feel matters though. We naturally want to move towards positive emotion because of how it makes us feel. This is why a lot of us struggle and I was 
I mean, the number one example of this, of finding over pleasure, of finding things to put my focus on to make myself feel better. And I was always chasing that. And I had no idea that it had to do with my thoughts. This is why a lot of us emotionally eat. We get distracted with social media or with other forms of um, Netflix or just what I like to talk about in coaching is buffering, where we find things to uh, distract us. Lots of distractions. We can do it with all sorts of things. We can procrastinate with getting things done. Why do it today? I'll do it tomorrow. I do that a lot. I did. I'm a lot better today. You know, I had that thought. You could just miss an episode. Nobody would even matter, know or matter. But I would know. And it matters to me. What matters to you today? Ask yourself that question. We can even overwork. For me, yesterday, I had to decide. I can't do the podcast when I had planned because there's workers here. And I still wanted to go to my son's baseball game. And then I wanted to show up and be with my family for the other commitments. I made the decision. And you know what, you guys, it's worked out beautifully. I found this little window of time to record. Now, I know I share a lot of my own personal experiences, but that's what I have to go off of. I love to share my story with you. And then what I love is I love hearing your story about how words change your life and what you found. Because I believe that we need each other. We are stronger together when we work together and we share what's working and what's not working. So as we learn about feelings, we have to understand that there's an emotional balance of things. We're never going to always feel happy or we're not going to always feel sad either. There's the 50-50. We're going to go back and forth with it. We want to learn to allow feelings. This was something that was an aha moment for me. It's important to allow feelings instead of letting them, what I used to always do is resisting them, reacting to them, or avoiding them. I always, always would resist or react or avoid my feelings because I thought they were going to hurt me. But feelings, again, you guys, they're just a vibration in our body. It's better to just learn to feel them, let them pass through us, and then we want to take action when we get back into those feelings that produce the actions that we want. Right? So yesterday, I didn't make my decision about the podcast to keep recording it until I got back into the feeling committed. If I would have made a decision and taken action from feeling of disappointed in myself that I I should have known, right? Because the thought was, I should have known that the workers were here and then I'm disappointed. I'm not taking the action of doing it. I'm ta- I'm going, maybe I just won't do it. Yeah, I'll just, I'll procrastinate, right? I'm resisting it. We need to allow it. When we are resistant emotion, it's like trying to hold a beach ball underwater. It can be done for a while, 
but it gets exhausting and eventually the ball is going to pop out one of the sides. If we react to a feeling, it's like what a little child does. It's letting the emotional control of our behavior by yelling or slamming a door or throwing a temper tantrum, so to speak, right? We're quick to react. I have to work on this, especially with my teenagers. They might say something to me and I want to be quick to react. And what my husband says is, Becky, you're just throwing fire. No, you're throwing fuel on the fire. That's what he says. And I've, I've learned to not be so quick to react to take a pause. Doesn't mean I don't talk about it later with this child or, or address it, but maybe not in that very moment. Reacting is when we push against the emotion. And so we're quick to react. What I find when I quick to react is the feeling still is there. I haven't handled it. And normally I have to apologize. So this is one I've really worked on. And then avoiding. Oftentimes we want to avoid that negative emotion or that feeling. Avoiding is when we sense the emotion, but look to escape or dull it, typically with a buffering behavior. And that, like I said earlier, I've coached people on what buffering is. Buffering is using something to make us feel better. Examples of that could be overeating, overdrinking, overworking, shopping, procrastinating, Netflix, social media, pornography, and on and on and on. Using something instead of feeling your feelings. Most often, these buffering behaviors have a net negative consequence, and they ultimately don't serve us. But in that moment, they seem like they do because they kind of mask over it. So as we end today, I want to share one more experience I had. But before I do that, I want to ask you, when's the last time you have wanted or taken care of yourself? A thought that I want you to practice putting on this week is this. I am capable of taking care of myself this week. And as you think that thought, I want you to see how does that make you feel? And when you feel that way, what are the ways that you're going to take care of yourself? I did not know how to take care of myself for many, many years. I just would help others, but I never took the time for me. I thought it was selfish. I felt bad too. And I've come to realize that is flawed thinking. We want to take care of ourselves. We want to invest in ourselves, you guys. And it is not selfish to do that. It will help you create the life that you've always wanted. Remember, change the way you speak about yourself is what Bruce Lee said, and you can change your life. When we start taking care of ourselves, we will show up to life differently. I believe everybody needs a coach, and I've been saying this, but you need someone to give you different perspective. And this is what I did this last week. There's a friend of mine. Her name is Delee Cox. She is the slow fashion wardrobe stylist. And you can find her at the stylist next door underscore UT. I had her come over and let her into my closet. 
And what she does is she helps you shop your wardrobe. And her tagline is less perfection, more authenticity. And that really resonates with me. I want to be less perfectionistic and more authentic with how I dress, with how I behave, with who I am. That's what I'm becoming. And she shared with me what she does is she comes in and she looks at your closet and pulls out clothes. She helps you put new outfits together that you can shop your own closet that we we already have enough in our closets, most of us. Then we find maybe a few things we could add to or different things like that. And I found it so fascinating because she would, we pulled out a bunch of clothes. Number one, letting someone into your closet is a little bit scary, right? You're like, what's she going to think? But I let her in and then we pulled out outfits and things. And she started saying, what if you put this with this? And I think, oh, I don't know about that. She says, so why don't you try it? And more times than not, I loved the new ideas that she gave me. And this is what I heard myself saying over and over. I never would have thought to do that. I never would have thought to put that shirt with that jacket with those shoes. But I like it. Oh, my goodness. And then we take a picture of it. Because, you know, three or four days later, I can't remember. And so we documented it so I can remember. And after this experience, I had all these new ways to wear my clothes for speaking engagements, for coaching, for going to the ball game. She asked me a lot of questions in the beginning. What about this? What about that? And I gave her and then she stood there and she was my coach. She helped me. She could see things that I couldn't see. She could look at all my clothes and she was objective to, you know, they, they didn't mean anything to her. So she could say, well, what about this and this? Where I was emotionally attached to some of those. Or, you know, what it was is I, I always would wear the same shirt with the same jacket and the same shoes. I never thought to change it up. I want to tell you that's what life coaching is about. It's someone that comes into your, not your closet, but lets you, you let them see your thoughts and then they help you say, is this thought serving? Do I want to put on a different one? What if I put this with this? What if I change this? And you might find the same experience I had with Dilly saying, I never thought about that. And I was really excited. And I have all these new things to wear and new ways to use my clothes. And I didn't have to go get anything else. And that's what the power of words is. It's right within us, but we need to be guided and directed. Listening to this podcast and other positive and uplifting podcasts will help you move your story forward. It will help you change. You'll hear those words that you need, that you wanna put on. If you're stuck in your story, Start putting on the power words found in the word effect and move it forward. I would love to give you an opportunity to live the life you always want. And the way we could do it is by changing your thoughts. If you're stuck, let's find those thoughts. I can help you as a coach and show you new ideas, new thoughts. A new way to feel will create new actions. That, my friends, is how it works. Have a good day. Thank you so much for listening to The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. 
please subscribe to the show, share with your friends, and leave a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We spend a lot of time deciding what to put on physically. The Word Effect Podcast is here to remind us how to take the time to put on those words that matter for our insides. Are you ready for more word power? Go to becomingwithbecky.com and sign up for my Words Matter Weekly and receive a free digital word print. You could also sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call to explore what you are ready to begin and who you want to become. It is your time to create the life you have always desired. Join me as we ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. What words will you put on today? today?